Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. Hey, everybody, there's a couple of people we want to thank for supporting us on Patreon this month. Kicking it off with Aaron C. Hollis. Adam Marks. Adriel Moreland. Amanda Harris. Amy Gonzalez. Andrew Tillman. Benjamin Brown. Brett Macris. Brian Hall. Chelsea Mack. Clemens Soil Lure. Demand Ryan. Dan Snow. Danny Heck. Danny Ali. Dennis Scott. Eduardo Martinez. Aaron Dorian. Jeffrey Reicher. Gerard de Villiers. Hugo. Hugo Sanchez. <laughs> Sorry about that. Jason Williams. Jessica Ashcraft. Joe Crack. John George. Jonathan Jong. Joseph Kelly. Joshua W. Broxon. Kaylin Swift. Catherine Anderson. Kendall Wilson. Kevin Kleinrock. Kieran Broderick. Lee Brown. Luana Thomas. Lucas Sink. Mark Carrillo. Mark Kiefer. Mark Zeller. Matt Fennell. Megan Thigpen. Michael Sturgeon. Mike Dargenio. Mitchell McDonald. Nick Grayson. Karen Comstock. Omnia Soul Art. Perry Telefero. <laughs> Pip Pete 2020. Polly Time. G- Primetime Polly G. <laughs> Rahadian Strahardio. Rahadian Sastrowardio. And Tamela Rush. The 12 Banch. Tiago <laughs> Nascimento and Victor Perez. W. Blaine. Will Buchanan and... <laughs> <laughs> Zika's Viral Comics. <laughs> Thank you all so much for supporting us on the show. We appreciate it. And now, the live show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I am Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Pro. for coming out. Very excited to have you here. Uh, unprecedented event right here at the top of the show. That's right. Pete LePage has something to say. That's right. Uh, so as we all know, next week is J.T. Sizzle's birthday. Okay. Uh, J.T. Sizzle for translation is Justin, Justin Tyler. Yeah. Sizzle is his last name. I was born as uh, Justin Sizzle. 
Oh, the okay. Sizzle family. All right. Well, have you never heard of the Sizzler, the restaurant chain? I yeah. have. Yes, that's us. We make the food purposefully bad. All right, yeah. great. Well, uh, some lovely. My name, not to interrupt, is Alex Outback Steakhouse. Yes. <laughs> well, you did interrupt, so please stop. Uh, some lovely people from the audience have gotten you some gifts. That's really nice. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna give them to okay. you. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Two presents so for I, you. I, I oh, this these. is very oh, this nice. Is oh, this, this is going to take uh, a little while. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So, well, he, Justin, as we know, doesn't like to break the paper. He's just slowly just going to slowly peel it off. Precious. Come on. A tree it. gave it up for this stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. This is, a very multicolored tree with spaceships, I want to say, on it. Ooh. It's monsters. Oh, I would have opened that one. In the box, there's a drawing of me there. It says, Ooh. what's in the box? Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. That's a head. That is a very flat head is what's oh going on. Oh, my God. Oh, Whoa. look at this. What'd you get? So many teas. You got so baby tea t-shirt. after baby uh, tea. Uh, this is great. Yeah, oh. wait. What kind of tea is it? Tell the people at home, um, Justin. This says um, American Panoscope. Um, it's a home of the rectal probe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. What's that? Um, wait, yes. Wait, what's it from? Uh, from Joe vs. Volcano. Nailed oh, it. That is go. my favorite movie of all time. There you oh. go. Kermit the Frog. You, you guys, what you did is you listened to movies and stuff that I like, and you got t-shirts for them. Oh, man. Yeah. Very nice <laughs> Wow. Kermit the, Kermit the Frog t-shirt. I famously yeah. watched the Muppets and sobbed through it so much, my family thinks I'm weird. Yeah. Uh, because oh, no. it made me Cyclops cry. Cyclops t-shirt. Cyclops going to wear that uh, yes. every <laughs> Tuesday. I'll wear that every Tuesday from here on out. Oh, man. And this one says... In log, uh, this is about Twin Peaks. Oh, nice. Uh, my log does not judge. Huge Twin Peaks fan. Yeah. Wow. If there's more t-shirts in here, oh, man. my wife's not going to be happy. <laughs> you want to hand me those? I'll, I'll put the back of the No, I'm going to put them all on my body in one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, like a big do it. t-shirt pile. Uh, what does this one say? This box says something on it. It says, enjoy. It was all Aaron. She's very thoughtful. Signed, John. <laughs> and then in another note, it was both of us signed Aaron, which I oh, think who do you believe? Nice. Who do you believe? Yeah. Who do you believe? Oh, oh my God. God. Wow. Wow. It more is more t-shirts. t-shirts. We got Archie, Archie in the gang. We got Starman. Great uh, stuff. Uh, this is great. Starman gets a round of applause. That's, well, Starman it's shirt. the biggest fandom. A shirt featuring my dog. Pip, Pip don't, don't slip. Pip don't yes! slip. Which I don't uh, have. Pip don't slip, by the way, is an inside joke from our Patreon Slack, uh, so enjoy that. Sandman t-shirt, oh, huge wow. fan of that guy. And um, then finally, wait, not finally, because it looks like there's one more thing in there. Here we go. Last t-shirt is a... Willow? Yeah. Oh, wow. t-shirt. All of them. They hit all the and big ones. there's one more tiny little thing in here. This is a wine, a Twin Peaks themed wine stopper, wow. which is great because I love wine and television. Yeah! Uh, wow! Thank you so Happy much. early birthday! Oh wait, there's two more boxes here. Yeah. Buckle oh, up, man. Justin! Happy birthday! Clean your fucking shit up. Yes, yeah, exactly. I definitely will. This is a full load of laundry. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. It's so nice, you guys. Oh, yeah. Let's give them a round of applause, a round everybody, of applause. because they are amazing. 
both of them, mainly Aaron, I'm going to assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mainly Aaron. Okay, yes. there we go. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming. So we have no presents so for nice. our amazing guests, unfortunately. <laughs> so they, I, they brought their presents here ooh, by being here. They are two writers for Full Frontal with Samantha B. They are Matthew Earhart and Pat Castle. Yeah. Come on out. Yeah, come welcome, out. guys. Have Hello. a seat. Have a microphone. Please come sit down. Hello. Thank you two so much Hello. for coming out. Uh, I have to apologize about something. I have to apologize because oh I said we don't have any presents for you, but I actually do have a present for you guys. Oh, wow. Uh, you both work for Full Frontal with Samantha B, but you came here to talk about Walking Dead. Uh, I went to the Walking Dead panel at New York Comic Con, so I saved something for both of you. Oh, since my I know God. You're such oh, big this is pans. amazing. I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to this. Was, I don't want to brag too much the free swag they gave out. Ooh. It is a Walking Dead poster featuring Daryl. And uh, Carol and Michonne, Michonne, the original three kind of of the show. There you go. Yes. You can hang that up in your office or throw it out or whatever. Oh, you want to do well. <laughs> it's very close to being garbage. Well, we have right different now. offices, so yes, actually now this is going to be kind of a feud. It will. It will. You know what? I will graciously let you have it, Pat. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I insist, honestly. Like, I insist. I'll tell you what. It's the sign of a Let's great just present. Make this Nobody easy. wants it. Ten years from now, I will visit both of you uh, wherever <laughs> the poster ends up. It's fine. I thought you were saying, we will Terrific. cut the poster in half, <laughs> and each of you gets one half. Uh, how is Full Frontal going? How's everything going over there? It's going good. We're yeah, off this well. week. We're off this week, so we got to... Binge on The Walking Dead, really. That's what I did. Oh, that's nice. That nice. Uh, is it crazy over there with all the political stuff going on? It's it's a struggle <laughs> to make uh, you know comedy out of these horrific headlines. It can be a challenge, but you know, they're, not for me. Not for me. It's a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it's easy for you to make jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you like uh, to fiddle while the Titanic goes down. Is that what's going on? No. No. Yeah. No. No. I, I'm with Madden. It is. It is. It is. Uh, it, can, it gets it crazy. Can I mean, it's rewarding to have an outlet to kind of express Absolutely. yourself for this stuff, but it also can drive you crazy. And, and you know, but, I mean, that, there's a reason I watch The Walking Dead all the time. It's just because, because it's, it's great, less this, depressing. Yeah, it's less depressing. Yeah. Well, It'd be easier to write a comedy show about the news of The Walking Dead world, really. Right. Well, mostly yeah. because you'd be, be a fun in idea. a cardboard box. Yeah. Talking Who to on the show would host their daily show? Oh, interesting. Did you... Eugene? The Daryl <laughs> show? Yes. It'd be definitely I, I like Eugene. Eugene. Yeah, Eugene would definitely he's, host the daily show. He doesn't think he's funny. He's just a weirdo. Oh, I think he does think he's funny. You but think, he's, think he's, he's clever. Funny. Yeah, he thinks he's clever. You guys watch The Walking Dead, not to take a little swerve. Do you no, watch, of course, of course. Do you watch Fear the Walking Dead? I do not. Okay, because they kind of did something like oh, this. Oh, yes, yes. And it was one of the craziest things I've seen in any of the Walking Dead franchises. They have a character called Althea, who's played by Maggie Grace, and she's a documentary filmmaker. They introduced her. She's a journalist. They introduced her last season. So she runs around with a video camera, and she's like, I need to tell a story. What's your story? doesn't quite work. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. But they decided to make a PSA for their current mission, which is to help people out at different truck stops. So they had a mockumentary episode of Fear the Walking oh, Dead. Wow. Which is fine. It didn't really work, again, because they still need to do, like, they were showing people blowing up at mines, and, like, why would you put that into... And so at the time of... Cause, right, cause at the time of the Fear of the Walking Dead, 
there still is like enough infrastructure to actually like share this on the internet or something no, like that? No, that's the thing. There's not <laughs> enough structure. She's editing tapes in her truck and then duping them and then dropping them off at truck stops. So nobody watches it, which so, makes it like everyone's mockumentary. Yeah, so and so how are the people watching those tapes? They, as far as I can tell, and they didn't totally explain it, they set up TVs in the truck stops that are attached to generators which seems like a very poor use of resources. Definitely. <laughs> this is a horrible yeah. idea. It, it gets worse, though. They had a second episode, so they meet this uh, new big bad. Her name is Virginia. She runs a group called The Settlers, who, who come into conflict with the main view, group that we're following. Uh, and they know all about them because they've, of course, gone to the truck stops and watched these PSAs. The second mockumentary episode that they do starts off with Ginny's group makes their own PSA that then they take and drop off at all those truck stops to oh, fight against the original wow. PSA. So like propaganda wars. Exactly. Sort of. Wow. And then Remind I'll... you of anything? <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell in the podcast, but I looked at everyone yeah. Yeah. like well, I'm the smartest person in the world. Guys, I see a lot of your work on the show shines And everyone <laughs> fainted by how much truth I just dropped. Well. Uh, that sounds like a parody of what you would do on a post-apocalyptic it's show. bonkers. I just kept thinking about it because then they respond by Althea's like, no, I got to make another PSA to capture their PSA, which is like, who's doing this? Who is like running from zombies, stopping at a truck stop, being like, I got to find out what's going on with Ginny's group and Althea's group. <laughs> a dedicated Ooh, fan. <laughs> I And to so. get some corn nuts and, you know, take a shower <laughs> or whatever. Just chill out. Let's talk about The Walking Dead, though. Uh, you just caught up on it. Pat, you've been regularly watching it. You're a diehard uh, fan, <laughs> Pat. Well, I make this all watch before you come on. I don't, yeah, do I make you watch a freak? I guess you guys, implicitly I'm it. doing that, yeah. You, you make me watch it. Like, you're, you always want to talk about it, and I always feel guilty that I'm so far behind. Well, no, the, I mean, what's fascinating is I, Mathen has been reading the comics, maybe since issue one. Uh, no, so no, you're no, more no. of a hardcore fan than I am. I've uh, not. I've since, never not read since the issue one. Not since issue one. Like, by since, the way, if you're listening to the podcast at home, uh, Mathen is actually dressed in his full zombie makeup right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, cosplay! Huge fan. I don't it's know amazing. why he's denying it. Yeah, he's wearing a shirt that says Robert Kirkman was right. He was. <laughs> I mean, he he was. He was right. He was. He, was, right. Right. Yeah. he called he it. Is. Yeah. He called it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you read the comic from the No, no, no. I, I started when the show was announced, like before the show started airing. I was like, you know what? Let me catch up on this comic that's about to become a TV show. And so I have like the first 13 trades and then the issues after that. So like from the 70s on. <laughs> that's definitely what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when did you first start reading it? Because The Walking Dead was a, a rare comic where it didn't really catch on yeah. quite right away. It was a very limited print run. It's one of the only comics where the first issue is actually valuable right now. Yeah. Ah, God, I don't remember. Uh, whenever we probably started talking about it on the show, I have to imagine, which right. probably like a couple of arcs in at that I point. I feel like I started on the, uh, I read the third trade, the first three trades, and then started. Yeah, on. something like that. Yeah. Pete, do you same. remember? Same. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, we probably read it all at the same time. Do point. you all own the first issue? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rich. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe you, maybe you had it from the beginning or something. And then... Did you say you're ripped? Um, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out on your hair. Someone ripped Look at this. Don't touch that. Don't Look touch at these that. babies. <laughs> Ooh, ow. Oh, they hurt. Oh, just for touching them. <laughs> Don't touch your six-pack? Uh, <laughs> it's definitely some sort of six-pack under there. Yeah, no, I just thought maybe one of you guys had it because you bought it originally, and now it's valuable, and I would Ocean's Eleven heist it. Oh, yeah. No, Ooh. I don't think so. Um, no, no, not after you say you're going to break into my apartment. <laughs> I definitely don't have it. 
And I, let's just yeah, say you wouldn't yeah, have to. Gave the con. Sorry. You wouldn't have to Ocean's Eleven your way into Pizza Park. <laughs> <laughs> you could Ocean's One your way into Pizza Park. <laughs> Uh, how are you feeling about The Walking Dead right now? How are you feeling about the current season? It just kicked off on Sunday. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. I, I like that there's a, you know, a sort of a status quo with a little bit of conflict on the, on the horizon. I'm curious about this whole satellite. Yeah. yeah. So the first episode starts in space. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Big move. <laughs> yeah. I, th- well, I thought I was ro- watching the wrong show uh, when I watched it. Right. A satellite, a Russian satellite, so... Like it was for Ooh. all mankind or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good Apple TV plus be playing. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Tim Cook. Uh, <laughs> uh, very cool. Yeah, I was bummed, though, because I was like, oh, like, I'm, I think it was a fun plot point, but also it kind of gave me unfair expectations because it was like, oh, it, it turned out just like the, the satellite crashed in the woods and caused a forest fire that they had to cross this border with their enemies. But I thought it was like, oh my god, are we getting like space zombies this season? Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Be cool. So or uh, amazingly insane. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> I thought, or beyond all reason, oh, there's some people on this space station that's falling down. And yeah, we're gonna meet some space people who are up there the entire time. Um, for my day job, I actually interviewed Angela Kang, who wrote the episode and is the showrunner. Uh, and her explanation was for it was. They were looking for, they were kind of talking about different things, different set pieces they could do, and they actually uh, fell out actual research that this kind of happens all the time, that older satellites do fall out of the sky apparently all the yeah. time. Really? Uh, That's and disturbing. Given the timing serious? of what they were talking about, uh, they talked to an expert wow. about it. They're like, yeah, the Russian satellites that are up there would be about the right age to fall down at this point. Mm-hmm. The other reason they did it is because the whole plot line that's going on this season is there's the Whisperers, who are these humans who wear zombie skin, who are watching them all the time. Eugene is trying to build a radio, so they have all these communications things going on. So they wanted to do a metaphor of communications failing, falling down with the satellite ah. uh, as things were starting to break down. Between Very the Whisperers subtle and metaphor. Too subtle, wow. too subtle yeah. I think. I thought it was just like an event where different people in different locations... That's like the one, like, okay, and this is when one the thing sky yeah. started right. falling. I'm, I'm right, because Pete. Because yeah. the structure was, it was a very unique structure for that show. It was like three stories told in, like, parallel time. Mm. It had those title cards. They never, they've never done that before, as far as I can remember. No, I don't Every think so. act was, like, had a title, mm-hmm. and it was a different group. And then you learned, through, like, the radio thing that were all happening at the same time until that, until the space fire. Yeah, but, but that allowed us to catch up on the status quo for everybody. Like, right. yeah. hey, this is where everybody is now. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it does feel a little bit like like an episode of reality television, uh, Walking Dead now. It feels like everyone's just like pretty chill. There's not a lot of emotional stakes. How much reality television do you watch? <laughs> it, but, <laughs> specifically, while I was watching, I was like, this feels like an episode of Survivor, where like there's like some artifice, like they have to do certain oh, okay. things. But otherwise, everyone's just like, hey, yeah, let's go do our thing. We're doing our thing, and then we're done with our thing. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you with the middle of the episode, which did have, and which I thought was nice. Like, it did bring Daryl and Carol back together. They're riding around on their bike, which yeah. is really cool. Apparently, and time. Carol's a pirate now. That yes, was, I completely forgot. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> that was Michonne in the comics. Yeah, exactly. She, she, oh. She's taking the, yeah. the Michonne yeah. storyline. I think you don't take the thing. I'm sure they changed that. I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad Michonne stayed. You don't take Michonne out of the 
the yeah, main action. I mean, if she's I like, would have turned she's it the on, Rick. She's the new Rick. I feel like. I mean, yeah. I guess you could debate that, but in that she's about to leave the show. Oh, <laughs> kind of. So. But I like. To I mean, say, sort of. If I would have turned it on because I haven't watched it in a long time, and Michonne wasn't there, I would immediately shut it off. But what, Daryl is still there. But why? Because she did some cool stuff with she the would, There were some scenes she wasn't in. Did you turn it off for those scenes? <laughs> well, that's when I eat. And you, oh. <laughs> that's when you eat. Yeah, okay. So what, do you, what is your vision of the show if you only watch the Michonne? Like the, yeah, the seven the, minutes the Michonne's Michonne on the show. Michonne and Daryl are the best parts. Is, I just, I'm sorry, I have to ask more about this. I, yeah. Is... Do you eat whenever you don't see Michonne, or just yeah. when <laughs> constantly eating? Oh wait, there's a little picture of Michonne taped to his glasses. Yeah, that's right. That uh, keeps him from not eating. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're on the show diet. Yeah, yeah, that's the diet. That's smart. <laughs> Always keep her in your vision. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You said that's when I eat like it was a burden. Also, <laughs> that's when I feed. But what, uh, uh, when, but, I'm just wondering. Like, it's funny because I do feel like Daryl and Michonne are the last two. Like mega stars of that show from season one or season two or whatever. I don't know. Michonne's a little later, but you know, like they're like the, probably the two like biggest stars in the show. But I, I, I do think they're both probably not long. I mean, I could see them both not being on the show in two seasons and I don't think the show will stop happening. And it feels, well, how it feels, and and they're barely in this episode anyway. What else is Daryl going to do? He's he, of he has a motorcycle show. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Net, the network and, and, gave him and no range and his restaurant and his and restaurant. His restaurant. <laughs> so now he's selling whiskey as well. Really? Yeah, oh, walking dead whiskey. Lessons. I mean, he's that's great. That's yeah. That's like right. His brand. His brand is so basically. Him. He's a future president of the United States. If I put those pieces, wow. President Daryl. Uh, president Daryl. Right. Not even his real name. No. He's which not, we all, none of us know. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows his Wait, name. It's no, weird it. that in the credits they're yeah. like uh, Daryl. I think. And it's a question mark. Yeah. It's very rare to do that. In very the show. weird. They only do that on what? Two and a half men was the only place they did that? Yeah, that's definitely. They were like, <laughs> no one wants to credit for this, so there's a question mark. Um, I will say Michonne and Daryl are the sort of the heart of the show, but they don't do, like Michonne's whole thing was like she cut up some zombies. Oh, Very slow cool. motion. Slow actually. motion, which oh, you love man, that. Because yeah. it's, it's more time you have before feedings. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> while uh, all she did was walk on a bridge, she was like, a bridge! I lost Rick on a bridge, and it was like a weird. Hey, fuck you, man! It was you just try weird. losing your. I don't know. You There's a lot of bridges. Bridge. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now, a bridge, anything. There's bridges everywhere. Anytime you see a bridge, you're like, oh, oh sorry my. that somebody had an emotional connection to something. To a bridge? to a bridge, though. yes, but a different bridge. I bet there's yeah, a legitimate so- bridge. I'm not. I'm only half. Joking. There's probably some sort of bridge phobia yeah, that I'm has sure. a term that's definitely not bridge phobia. It's yeah, but the, sure. bridge phobia is about like falling into a river or something. It's not, not about like a bridge. Yeah. I had a bad experience at a bridge. Who now had I the don't bridge cross phobia? Water. Right. Like if Rick died Michelle. in a house, would you be like, oh, right. I can't look at houses? Hey, no. fuck you for making fun of Michelle, man. <laughs> she's going through. <laughs> stuff, I'm just right? saying it's annoying to me that she's in the show too much. But because, it's been years uh, when she's off screen is the only time I feed. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Who's the? But who's like the next? When I was watching, I was wondering. Like, I was wondering again with like assuming that maybe a, in the not too distant future, there's no Daryl, there's no Michonne. For whatever the show's going to end, man. I don't the, think the ratings no, are going so down. Who, who's who's, in the, who's on deck to be the next like superstar Eugene. of the show? Well, this is a good. Eugene. I have a follow up question. Can you tell me any other characters' names? <laughs> but, uh, 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 Eugene. Eugene. Yeah, we all know Eugene. G- Gabriel. Gabriel. I saw both of them at the con. Cool. Yeah. That's Gabriel, I think it's. I think Gabe, wait, is Gabriel the guy with the metal hand. No. 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 So I would say Aaron. The so there's Aaron Gabriel. who Aaron, Aaron yes. Ross Marcon, who everybody loves. He's great. Yes. He has 
physically and emotionally also taken over part of the Rick roll from the Rick uh, roll. Rick roll. All right, so. <laughs> you, just, uh, you just got Rick roll. <laughs> just roll you're, it. Uh, you're never going to give this up. Put that, put that in post. Aaron. Thanks. I'm out, everybody. Yeah. That's, that's all the time I have. Uh, <laughs> but he has taken on Rick's roll. Position. You can, you, can, you can say it. No, you can say it. No, I can't. We really say. love the Walking Dead and memes from 11 years ago. <laughs> yeah. We're so cool. Still Rick's, Rick's trials. Uh, Rick's trials. Rick's exactly. Trials. He has the beard. He has the same haircut that Rick has in the comics at this point. He has the one hand like Rick. Uh, he has the weapon arm, which is pretty sweet. Um, so I could see him stepping up. The other thing that they revealed at New York Comic Con, two things. One, it has been picked up for an 11th season, so that is going to happen. Uh, and Maggie is coming back. Lauren Cohen is coming yeah. back. Oh, yeah. And I think she's pretty popular as well, despite the success of Whiskey Cavalier. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Very wow. big. Sorry. Come on. Sorry, oh, I had right. to apologize. I'm sorry. What a jerk. Come sorry. on. The I, ABC Network. Think I forgot. You know, we've actually we never revealed this, but Boothman Prime, the guy in our booth, is yeah. Scott Foley. Oh, wow. nice. Wow. From uh, Whiskey Cavalier. Whiskey Everyone knows the yes. cast of Whiskey Cavalier. I think Cavalier. you actually love the show. You keep you know all these details about it. <laughs> I know. The name of the show and two actors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I so mean, if she does come back, I, I mean, I, I would put her, like, on the high list of, like, the next sort of sure. stars. Definitely. But, yeah, Ross Markansky, that, that reminds Can we talk about the, the first scene where they do the, like, fucking... Oh, the, the, like 300 style yeah, Centurion yeah. yeah like shield thing I mean I the show when it, when it gets like medieval sometimes and I have to shake yeah. my head and be like how is this the I don't mean this in a negative way like I'm yeah. just like the way it's I mean it's a show where the first scene is a satellite burning through space and the Very next medieval. scene no I'm saying it's the opposite yeah, it's yeah. Like, and the next scene is uh, like the, the 300 movie yeah, they, they I, have to train what did you think about the opening? Uh, the satellite or the training sequence? The training sequence. So for those of you who didn't watch it, uh, they're on the beach. They have a new generation that they're training to fight zombies. They keep one after the other letting some zombies out of this boat, uh, and they're hitting them with javelins. They're hitting them with arrows. Uh, they don't have really guns that they're using anymore. They're using, Smart. to your point, more medieval weapons. Yeah, I, I thought. I thought again. It, it set up how things are now. Um, I'm sure it was very expensive, and it was a huge. They're like, "Hey, we need a big set piece for the yeah totally. for the premiere." So, like, let's let's start with a bang, and that was that. It was fine. Like, like that I, and the fire. I feel like were the big like. This, yeah, I'm not. I'm welcome not, to the new season. It's because it's usually like two big set pieces like that in the premiere, and then the rest of it is like. Someone with a clipboard being like, we need to get more. Like, here's the state yeah. of the economy. We need more beats from Oceanside or whatever. Yeah. yeah. We're running Rat- radishes are low. Oh, I can't, I can't wait for the radishes. <laughs> but they, th- those scenes exist in the show. I feel well, like. I will yeah. say. That's so, a big survivor. The last, the last scene of the episode, I like quite a bit. Uh, so they, Carol and Daryl spend most of the episode riding around on his bike because it is an episode of riding with Norman Reedus. Yep. Yes. Uh, oh, Norman Reedus. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> I just remembered it. There you go. There it is. Because uh, you're a huge fan of riding with Norman Reedus. Uh, that's, I don't actually watch The Walking Dead. I only watch riding. No, he's a huge Norman fan of his whiskey too. and his yeah. restaurant. <laughs> yes. I, th- I think that might just be a commercial. You think? For motorcycles and whiskey. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Those things oh, that's mix. right. Yeah. I'm just drinking whiskey. I, I think you just watch. joined a motorcycle gang, and you think it's um, <laughs> yeah. viral marketing. Yeah, you're riding with, George, with Norman Reedus. I am right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up, man. Very yeah, cool. 
That's crazy. Anyway. I mean, God bless him though. Like I think they were like, you're the, you're our biggest star on the network right now, Norman Reedus. What do you want to do? And he's like, pay me to ride a motorcycle. And he's like, all right, we'll we'll do <laughs> well, anything you want to do because we can't afford to lose another star. Yeah. AMC All Motorcycle Club. <laughs> <laughs> Call wow. it uh, but the end of the episode, after they spent riding around and trying to figure out what they're going to do with their lives, uh, Carol is looking over the destruction that's been caused by the forest fire that has crossed, forced them to cross the Whisperer's border. And the whole episode, the Whisperers have been off screen at the very end. Their leader, Alpha, played by Samantha Morton, comes out of the woods and they have this great shot of them just looking at each other over mm-hmm. this divide. Yeah. And I thought that, forgetting about the rest of the episode, which was a cool way to kick off the main conflict of the season. But yeah, because there's so much history between those two characters. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was like she, Alpha killed Carol's son. Yeah. yeah. Alpha killed Carol's son? Yeah, that, yes. that was at the, the, the penultimate episode of the previous season. Yes. Yeah. Henry, yeah. her adopted son. So Carol... Oh, oh, right, right, right. When we first met Carol, she had a daughter named Sophia who got lost in a barn and became a zombie, and Carol went to Great, little crazy. Yeah. Very dark episode. Then she yeah. kind of adopted two other daughters. One of those daughters killed the other daughter, and then she had to kill that second daughter herself. Yeah, yeah she murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the flowers. And then finally she was like, all right, I feel a little better. Adopted the son named Henry, and then his head got cut off and stuck on a spike. <laughs> So she's pretty fucked up right now. Uh, not really. She's like riding a boat and having fun. <laughs> I guess so. I don't wow. know about fun. I don't think she's having fun. She seemed in a really good mood that, that episode. I, she my, does. She made when, jokes. She maybe because she Carol. was back on land. Yeah. yeah. Like she was so sick of the sea and being, being back on land like lightened her, her mood. Are there Are, fish zombies? Because they were eating a lot of fish in this episode, uh-huh. and I was worried they were going to eat a. Are there dog zombies? I don't think I've seen any animal zombies. No, I at think all. it's just. I think it's That'd just. Be, what a fucking nightmare! The, that's, the, yeah, that's, the deer that's where the fun in this is. episode it looked like it was part zombie. The way it was, which did the deer that they tried to shoot. Yeah. Well, how about Daryl? He's like, don't cross the border. Yeah. He's like being sort of like really he's, a, he's a chump, very undaryl. Whoa, yeah. whoa, take really it easy with calling Daryl a chump. I man. agree. I thought he was being a little <laughs> You only drink water when Daryl's not on screen, <laughs> yeah. so this is like very yeah. important. Yeah, you're parched. So much of your life is built for like Maine. When do you sleep? I don't. Okay. Okay. He sleeps whenever Aaron is on screen. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. Okay. Hey. Hey. Uh, uh, we're going to move on then and talk about our next topic. In lieu of a regular stack, we yes. are going to talk about New York Comic Con. That was, it was just this weekend. Yeah. New York Comic Con. Yeah. Who went to New York Comic Con in the crowd? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, just that side of the audience. That's yeah. interesting. Go. And Kevin went eight also, times. Also, you can't see, but Boothman's racing the Boothman. But mostly this side of the audience over here went to Comic Con. Uh, did you guys go to Comic Con? I, I did go to Comic Con. I'm a yeah. big fan of comic books, and uh, <laughs> huh. as a result, like maybe you, you, sound, are. you sound like you're lying. <laughs> as a result, I don't have a huge life, and that's why I had a weekend free to go to Comic Con. Oh. Well, don't and don't you? I know. I think like spe- so specifically, just the comic books. That like, don't you mostly go either really early or really late to get like to go to the actual comic book I, section yeah, or I, something? I, I, I try to have a plan because mm-hmm. Comic Con is full of people in costumes right. mm. who aren't really there for the comics. Right. Wow. I'm a purist, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a, <laughs> okay. Well, it, gets, it also just gets so packed, I feel like. You just exactly. want to go there and get your loot. And yeah, then, I have, yeah. I, I do one day of recon, figure out where I'm going to focus my energy. Nice, dude. 
And then oh, wow. I, I focus on that. Meticulous. Yeah. Pete is very into this. Yeah, yeah, I like, you like I just go for the latest uh, Dance Dance Revolution game, <laughs> check out that booth, and then I'm out. It's great. Yeah, Grab a churro and a water, and I'm good. I wow. usually get there at uh, 7 a.m., stand at the Funko booth all day, <laughs> get my sack full of Funkos, and then I'm, I'm done. I'm good to go. Uh, <laughs> sack full of Funkos. Did you see? You, you went to the con. I did. Did you see people with the amount of fucking Funko Pops that they were buying? People love it. Why are you judging me? I no because I w- walked into the con to get uh, my badge set up, and I w- the Funko Pop booth is right there, and people yep. are like, "Hello, here's a sack of Funko Pops that is larger than me." <laughs> Why are you angry? That's insane! It's, it's too many Funkos. It's, it's not too, too many. many. Where are you putting? Are they rare ones we're, or something? They're, or? They're, I don't they're, know. they're the new Bitcoin. You haven't heard? Yeah. Funko <laughs> Pops. Oh, new God damn it! Yeah. The Actually, they've never fucked. shown that on the Walking Dead, but I believe their economy is Funko Pop based. Yep. <laughs> that should be. That's, That's a fun. Be. Yeah, the villain. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Eugene's like, we need. We, we have a serious deficiency of Funko Pops. <laughs> Good Eugene. Thank you. Good Eugene. I'm surprised you guys haven't. Have Funko Pops of you made? It feels uh, like they oh, make them yeah, yeah, like don't. if you do they, something they adjacent to the kind of Comic Con community and so, have an audience. Well, you I'll tell you goal. not to keep plugging my day job here, but one of my writers worked on a story for a while. He was trying to get. <laughs> He doesn't even like the show, but he was trying to get them to make Bosch Funko Pops. Mm. Uh, and oh, the TV show Bosch. Oh, oh, we, are, we, are we talking about Bosch? Sorry. I can talk about I Bosch thought... all day. Yeah. I'm a huge Bosch head. Are you really? Uh, no. I oh, watch okay. the show. I'm not a huge okay. Bosch head, though. So he didn't even watch it, but he thought it would be funny to try to get a Bosch Funko Pop made. And they shut it down. They were like, no, you need 30,000 people who are interested in getting wow. one of these Funko that Pops That seems made. doable, wow. though, like it, for a lot of not people. Not for Bosch, apparently. Not for Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bosch um, isn't even yeah, so- but us definitely, I think. I yeah, think we're we definitely. That yeah, we'll, we'll threshold. So, they, but they will make a, they will make it for you if, if you, you get thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. I mean, thirty thousand signatures, and then you can get one. I mean, it's, not necessarily that. Like, I think they need to be guaranteed that they're going to sell thirty thousand. We're acting like I mean, it's just a larger Lego man. Like what are we? What are we saying? This is like something very difficult but, to craft. But we, what, like a, if, a bespoke chair. But what if they were trying to just shut down Bosch? Oh, right. It's not like a Quaker artifact, right? It's also much harder to sit on. That's one hundred percent. But I you're know. never going to have a Quaker chair made about you. No offense. No, I, I'm from Quaker. I'm from Shaker country. So oh. I'll, get, uh, I'll get a Shaker chair in my face. Yeah, I would love I get a Funko. A, an open what is chair happening? with your face carved into it. <laughs> what a horrifying idea. <laughs> um, the eyes follow you around wherever you are. <laughs> uh, getting back to Comic-Con, um, I... No, uh, let's stay on this. No, this is good. We'll keep talking about this. I'll get, we'll go up to Amish country. Um, I don't go for the comics or anything. I just go to um, use the bathroom, eat some ribs, and then use the bathroom again. <laughs> and I get right out of there. Nice. <laughs> I work around at Javits Center, and nothing better than just pop it in to go to the one of those bathrooms at 6 p.m. on a con. <laughs> Did uh, you end up buying anything at the con? Oh, I got stacks of comics. I got a uh, full run of Action Comics Weekly. I went, oh, I went, wow. I went deep in on, on my 90s. I, I, uh, I got some of the 90s Manhunter. I'm a oh, big no. DC guy. Yeah. Um, Hence the Green Lantern T-shirt. Yes, I got I got a Starman, the uh, the Will Payton Starman. Oh yeah, and oh I oh Superboy and the Ravers. That that's that's what I was gunning for. Wow, Wow. why is that? Why is that impressive? Sorry, Justin. That's a hyper specific era of time. What was that like? Late nineties. Yeah, I was I was bored. I was like, you know what? 
I think I want to try Superboy and the Ravers. Let me let me see if I can grab it. Yeah. I've never. This is amazing because like I don't like when I come here. I've never seen these expressions of like <laughs> you. That was genuine impress. Im- you were genuinely lady, impressed. The the speci- the Justin was genuinely impressed. It is because that was Superboy living in Hawaii. Jean jacket, buttons. Like, oh yeah, these are my friends. Shades, and, and we solve Hawaiian crime. <laughs> <laughs> like they fought a number of shark hybrids. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good shit right And now. he would brag about his powers every single issue. Yeah, uh, I'm a tactile telekinetic. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> yes. I got you. This is, uh, and that, I, that to me. Oh, like he had so a, like a rap song he sung or something about like, about, so like a slogan? Explain, he, he, he would explain his powers every time he used exactly. them. Exactly. He was like, well, because uh, it was confusing. He was a tactile telekinetic, meaning he could touch something and like make it fall apart. Yeah. Or like oh, that's cool. Together. Yeah. yeah, cool, but like sort of like... So if he touches like a hammerhead shark, it just falls apart into like he, its component organs? Or? He mostly did it with guns and like technology. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Cars. But he could have done it with a shark. Did he surf? Uh, he, he didn't need to. He could fly. He could fly, dude. How are you uh, supposed to solve crimes in Hawaii if you're not surfing? Yeah. Uh, the, well, the waves crash on the beach, and that's where he's waiting. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Sweet. <laughs> now, Pete, you also went to the con. You had yeah. a big uh, experience there, right? Yeah, I had a, a nice moment. I was I totally geeked out because um, Daniel Warren Johnson, I was uh, seeing at, on Twitter, he was there. So uh, Tell us who that is, because it sounds like just a person. Right. Well, he is just a person, but he wrote Murder Falcon. Uh, which was my favorite book that came out this year. Uh, and so I got on the T-shirt that I made uh, from his comic book, w- went to the con, and um, beelined for his booth. And uh, I got to meet him. I uh, thanked him uh, for the comic. And then he wanted to take a T-shirt or a, piece, a picture with me <laughs> Oh, because you want to I take the T-shirt you made. Yeah, well, he, he was like, <laughs> hey, that's, "That's mine. <laughs> that, I, that's mine. You, you shouldn't have that kid." Yeah. Or like, you I thought that? he wanted a T-shirt of your face on yeah. him. Yeah. It's uh, pretty cute, actually. <laughs> you can see on his Instagram story, it's like a stop motion as Pete's shirt slowly gets <laughs> yeah. pulled off. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm just wearing a barrel. Yeah, but yeah, he. Well, you always wear a barrel underneath the T-shirts. You got to wear a barrel. Yeah, otherwise, who knows when you're going to fall off a waterfall? Yeah, when you're nude. When you're new, the first move is to get a barrel around your body. Oh, yeah. And some fun suspenders to hold it to your shoulders. Exactly. And that's, you know, the fun suspenders, that's and where the I know is. a great barrel maker, which I'm hoping to get my face on. <laughs> oh, from Quaker barrel, Country? Barrel pop. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, and uh, I, was, I was geeking out, and then he was super excited that uh, I made that T-shirt, and I told him that I'd gotten a regulation shirt I wasn't interested in regulation. Well, well, I didn't want him to think that I was like, you know, like just making T-shirts and not supporting him. So I was like, you know, I got a real T-shirt that when you finally came out with T-shirts. Yo, I love the idea that you ran up to a person you admire (laughs) and were like, hey, I I bought a real T-shirt, though. I love you. I brought a real T-shirt. What if he was like, what what if he was like, it's too late, you scab. (laughs) I don't like you. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. desist. And he signed uh, my graphic novel. It was uh, very sweet. That's great. Yeah. That's really nice. Did you guys meet anyone? Uh, Celebrities there? I didn't go. I did not go. Oh, full sure. disclosure. I tried. I tried. I actually couldn't get a pass. It was. Yeah. Yeah. You should Hard. just hang out in the front. Really? Just when you see someone who looks like I can't do oh. another day of this. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. You, you just grass. 
<laughs> you just grab their pass off the deck. So it's yeah. like seeing someone miserable, be yeah. like, I want to do what you just did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete was, uh, stole his way into the con and then sold fake Murder Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> he's a scumbag. Uh, he's a I'm a hungry, real fan. He's a hungry scumbag. Yeah. Uh, I mostly, mostly for work, but I stuck to a bunch of the TV paddles I checked out. So I saw the screening of the Watchmen pilot, which was kind of amazing. Uh, I thought that was great. I uh, went to the Watchmen party after that, I was telling you guys. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, it's called bragging, for sure. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, it was great. Uh, that was fine. I think Alan Moore would have been very excited about, like, the bumping <laughs> 90s music at the party. <laughs> he was DJing, actually. He was. He was yeah. like, he's really, what's he's, up? He's really lightened up. I love this. Yeah. Put my name on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's yeah. selling whiskey, and he's pitching a show where he rides bicycles. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I, I handed these to Pete. Uh, they were giving out, well, not giving them out, I just stole a stack so we could give away on the show, but they had Watchmen coasters, oh, and cool. then they had Watchmen pillows throughout that everybody also stole, and again, I was like, yes, this is in the spirit of Watchmen. Thank Alan you. Oh, yeah, they so. weren't, for, well, the coasters, I think, wait, stealing coasters seems fine, I guess, but the pillows, I feel like you could also steal those, because like, you could never use those again. Right. A pillow? Well, I think it's fine to steal them. <laughs> you can, the whole thing with pillows is you use them every night. But a Watchman <laughs> pillow. You can use that. You don't have to throw anything away. Yeah. I yes. throw away my whole I'm bed. So every every <laughs> I'm so wasteful. <laughs> so decadent. You guys don't Alex. throw your blender every time you use it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever, man. I got that Walking Dead 1 money coming in. That's nice. So it's all yeah. good. <laughs> Great. Uh, and if I remember correctly, you got uh, drunk enough at the Watchmen party to buy a ticket to see Joker. Yes. Uh, so I, <laughs> this is, so I went to the Watchmen party. Uh, I hadn't eaten a lot all day. I ate like four tiny hors d'oeuvres while I was there. I think those are called Alan, uh, Alan Moore themed jalapeno pies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, that's what he is. Yeah. yeah. He's in the name. back, like, are they enjoying them? Are they good? This <laughs> is like the, yeah. my, my greatest little, creation. I put a little splash, like, on the comedian's pin. <laughs> I hope everybody likes it. It's fun. A splash of Alan Moore Just have ketchup. a little fun, you know? <laughs> More bread, ketchup. Uh, they were serving with Watchmen 3 drinks there, and I had a Dr. Manhattan, which I was oh, like, all right, that's, that's pretty, pretty clever. That's yeah, pretty it was clever. Cute. Uh, very strong drink, so I did not realize how drunk that I got until I was walking out of the party, stumbling down 34. Street passed by the AMC theater, and I was like, Guess I should just see what time oh, Joker like for that night. Wow. That night, oh, I thought you meant like for like next week or something. No, I was not <laughs> drunk for a week. Uh, I <laughs> stumbled down 34th Street, I saw it, and what Joker was starting in two minutes. I was telling Pete this earlier. This is legitimately, like, uh, clearly the drunkest I've been in a while because I was buying the tickets and I could see my fingers pressing the buttons to buy the ticket on the machine. And there was a voice in the back of my head being like, What the fuck are you doing? Wow. Jesus Christ. This is like, you know, you it's know, it's like 11 o'clock. Was that go the home. Was that the voice of the Joker? Yeah. He was like, Let's get twisted. <laughs> I love, you know, like, for- buy some popcorn, get butter on it. <laughs> in like a 1940s movie, like, like the Lost Weekend or something when someone's like drunk there's like this scene where they're stumbling down the street and there's like neon signs and a thing for you that's a marquee with the Joker <laughs> yeah that's the worst thing you could do yeah. far Spider-Man how far from home the Joker the one that says go see your family he's like I know how to do that like that one <laughs> Smashes that one with a rock. Um, you, were, were there other cocktails? Uh, there was... The rest <laughs> of them were based on characters from the show. Yeah, yeah. The, so was there was like a, a night- sister nightcap. 
instead of Sister Knight is Regina King's character sure. in the show. Good. And there's a Looking Glass, which is Tim Blake Nelson's character in the show. Mm-hmm. Damn. There you go. But nothing else themed around. Sounds, was the Doctor Manhattan? That last question about the cocktails. Oh, I, I no, I'm happy to answer. <laughs> was the Doctor Manhattan yet. blue? Uh, it was blue. Cool. Which I was very happy about. It had to be blue. Gross. Yes, it had blue curacao in it. So it was gross. No. Thank God for every drink that needs to be blue for some themed reason. It has to have that ingredient. Yeah. Yeah, Blue's not a natural color for food or drink. (laughs) (laughs) So we're all on board. Just like Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) Bam. Exactly. And as I say, uh, for any good Manhattan, it's stirred with a blue penis. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, or a regular penis. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, check out our podcast, Watchman Watch, which posts on Mondays and Thursdays for patter like this. Yep. <laughs> Don't say what it What like was that. your favorite uh, cosplay that you saw, though? Favorite cosplay? Uh, there was a family that was dressed like the Belchers from Bob's Burgers. Oh, nice. That's which nice. was pretty cute. It was uh, three of them. I don't remember which of the cast, but there was Bob and uh, uh, Christian Shaw's character and one of the other, Tina. Is that the one who likes butts? I feel like I see a million Tinas at every Comic-Con, yeah. so that seems yeah. likely. What about you, Mavin? I, I am opposed to cosplay. But you so. still have really? to see it. I, I yeah, don't have your any favorite? favorite. So who is your fa- uh, favorite normally dressed person? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was this one guy. He was wearing sensible slacks, a brown sweater. Like, he... <laughs> Oh, aces. He could have blended in anywhere. That was Bruce Banner, dude. That was cosplay. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. My mind is blown. Um, I saw someone who uh, was a Green Lantern who had fabric that shot out to a dude in a green green suit. Oh, really? Which I thought was Uh, very cool. Because he was standing... And then the guy in the green suit was like looking at the menu because they were ordering the food. food. Yeah, yeah, the food court. Yeah, oh, that's, that's fun. Fun yeah. times. And I laughed and then I was also like, yeah, Green Lantern's dumb. Whoa. Whoa. Shots fired. Wow. Dude, you came at cosplay, so I had to do it. Wow. Well, you know what? You? On that note, I'm, we're going to move on with our next section, which is my favorite <laughs> section because you guys get to make it up. It's your audience questions. Yeah. For that, I'm going to come out to you guys. Raise your hand. I already see a bunch of them up over here. Oh, my goodness. So many of them. You're going to get some free stuff from Pete, including Watchmen-themed coasters. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? What's your question? Hey, my name is Kier. What's up, guys? What's yeah. up? Hey, so you guys were talking about Walking Dead, and for me, the Walking Dead first episode was my favorite episode because it had the best hook. And mm. I was wondering, what's a show or comic that you read, like the first episode or the first issue that really hooked you, being like, I got to be a fan of this forever? Ooh, nice. Strong first episodes or issues. Yeah. Can it be not sci-fi show? Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. I mean, I got it. The first issue of Murder Falcon, I made a T-shirt, so I got to say that. <laughs> That's uh, true. What is your T-shirt budget these days? <laughs> I'm, I'm not at liberty to say. Wow. Okay. What about well, yours? Well, you're being sued by the guy now, apparently. Yeah. For- yeah. Said the guy who has a pile of T-shirts sitting there. I'm store. operating at a T-shirt deficit right now. <laughs> I'm in the red on T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin, do you have an answer? Uh, first episode or issue that really was... I mean, uh, one that comes to mind first uh, is uh, the Vision series that Tom King did. It was one that I was like, oh, this is yeah. melancholic and awesome uh, right out of the gate. That really drew me right in. Um, melancholic? Melancholic, yeah. Sad. Lightly sad. It's a sad uh, theme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably say TV, Mad Men. I really... That, that, the really? Um, nice. And, for comics, I'd say Starman, the uh, Jack Knight. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, yeah. my shit, too. That zero. It was because the zero issue was first, I think. Right. It's part of Zero Hour. Yeah. I thought TV-wise you were going to say The Shield because we talked about that show so much. And, the, and, and specifically, the pilot of that show is what hooks you. Like, there's a lot of other good shows, but that one is like it the is, last minute of that episode. It's it like, is, oh, okay, but, this is a different kind of show than I thought it was. But it's also very piloty in terms of like everyone's explaining who they are. Like, yeah. like it has all the flaws of a pilot. It's a great first episode, but it has a lot of piloty flaws. That's probably my answer. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that. Wow, I like that you let him poke <laughs> holes. <laughs> you let him poke holes. And, and, no, he's, and he's, no, he's not wrong. I still, but I still think it hooks you. Like, Why it still do you gets say you. probably? Yo, that's it. You were like, I thought you were going to say the shield. The shield's great. I love the shield. That's my answer. <laughs> you auditioned your answer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask all the Q&A who's like, uh, I have a question. It's just being like, here's why I liked your movie or whatever. Yeah. It's more of a review. <laughs> really more of a comment, actually. I don't know if I have a good answer for comment. I don't read enough comments to have a oh, great okay. one for like that, to like know it from the beginning. Like I'm not enough of a fan to have like. That's why I open up to TV shows, you know. For you, that did well, he, he? He said TV shows. I just said not sci-fi TV Why shows. Why are you trolling out our yeah. guests? Right <laughs> I'm out. the only person you haven't defended on this episode. <laughs> Michonne, Daryl. Uh, uh, Comics-wise, lock and key. I mean, pretty uh, obvious answer. But answer. that first issue is so amazing. Uh, we had to read every and review every single issue of that comic book. Uh, and TV-wise, pushing daisies. That okay. first episode oh, yeah. is... Thank you. Firm clap there from the audience on <laughs> that. No, that is a perfect first episode. It's everything that I wanted out of that first episode, and it completely sucked me into that show. Nice. Loved it. Uh, great question. Uh, let's come over here to Clapping Guy. What's your name? What's your question? Uh, my name is Kevin, and I'm disappointed about the Bosch uh, Funko Pop just because I would have had it would have been my third uh, Titus Welliver. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. What are the other two? Yeah, what are the other two? Lost and Shield. Wow. Actually, I don't know if they have one. Okay. I'm, I, there's definitely a lost one, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. got to be a lost oh, one. Yeah. Um, now, but going off of that and the T-shirts over here, uh, <laughs> what is, like, the most obscure or weird piece of merch you bought or just really, really admired? Ooh, obscure Ooh. merch. Obscure uh, well, merch. Um, Alex, for a while, used to bring us... Uh, junk food themed around uh, geek stuff um, that you got. Like, did you get it at work or did you just buy it? Usually, this at is work, like a couple of years ago. You had like uh, uh, this is maybe a dream I had, but do you have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed Oreos uh, or oh, what is it? Avengers There's definitely Twinkies. Avengers Twinkies. Yeah, this was at work. I used to get this stuff a yeah. lot, and then there were some people who hit us up through the show and were like. Hey, can we send you some Avengers fruit snacks yeah. to try on your show live? And we're like, yeah, you're sure. like, sure. Roll the dice. I'll dude. do literally whatever. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I bet they're not going to be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, what was the question? What's merch. The, merch. This merch. Is the most the obscure piece of merch that you or like merch that you love or admire that's attached. Mm-hmm. Like that because I do think we encounter a lot of like hyper specific merch. Yeah, right. We do. Um, I got a. a Package of screeners for Homecoming, the show that happened uh, last year that Sam Esmail did, and it was wrapped up in all this like it was like finding a, a time capsule in the ground. Oh, uh, when you pulled it out, interesting. Uh, I go ahead, Pete. I think for me, like 
Uh, I think it was maybe my first or second con. I saw a Douglas Adams T-shirt, uh, and I lost my mind. Um, and it just said, "Don't panic." And and I did was, you make it yourself, or was it an original? Uh, <laughs> wait, don't wait, 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 panic. Why did you lose? Because <laughs> I've never seen uh, Douglas Adams merch anywhere in my life, nice. and I didn't know it was really? a thing. And then I was like, holy shit, I'm getting this T-shirt. Oh, yeah, this was back when we first started yeah, going yeah. into cons. Yeah. yeah. So I said that okay. at the beginning. I no, said I know, but first it, it's just funny to be like, I feel like I've seen that T-shirt like a hundred times. Because right. I wear it all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah, yeah it was my it. favorite T-shirt. And, uh, I, and I always <laughs> carry around a towel with me because of fucking Douglas Adams. So, like, that was just... It Wait, was, what? It always really spoke In real to me. life, you carry around a towel everywhere? You carry a towel with you, yes. That's Wait, do you really carry a towel? I mean, I believe that. <laughs> I guess 13 years of doing the show should not uh, make this surprising at all. Uh, you actually carry a towel everywhere? In my backpack every day. We learned a, we've learned a lot about your <laughs> patterns on this episode of the show. Cool. About like, the way you live your life when you're not here. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, it fits. <laughs> It really fits the picture. Well, yeah, so uh, <laughs> the profile. That, that was very niche, but uh, I was very excited. Yeah. I don't know if this counts as merch, uh, but on The Walking Dead beat, one of my favorite things that I have uh, for uh, Andrew Lincoln's last episode of the show, I got from ANC, they sent out the first script page of his last episode signed by Andrew Lincoln. And oh, I know, cool. like, a couple of press people who have covered Walking Dead pretty religiously. That's pretty cool. It, uh, which is really yeah. cool. Like, oh, yeah. I... Like, you can also frame that on your wall. It's kind it of, like, is. tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. it on my wall. There you go. Thanks. You came by, right? You framed it? I came mm. by... I, I wanted... I was trying to steal it. I was trying to Ocean's Eleven you, but... <laughs> yeah. I but you only had to Ocean's to me. Have you, <laughs> have you Ocean's Eleven all of us? Yeah. <laughs> At the three like t- there's three of us. I feel like Where's your wallet? Yeah. Whoa! Great trick. Oh, it's not... I actually have answers for this, believe it or not, and they're not not nerdy either. I have... Well, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Well, okay. I bought... I have a... This is in my office, actually. Uh, an ad for like DS, DHL, a 1980s ad that was illustrated by Gary Larson. And it's wow. kind of interesting only because I just bought it on eBay. It's like just from a magazine. But he, you can't really buy that much of his, you know, he's kind of reclusive. He doesn't, you know, although I heard he's publishing new stuff. Yeah, he's coming yeah, back. I can't wait. Yeah, but that was the, a yeah. big thing at the con this year. You could do the whole uh, Sam from the school where it says pull. What if it sucks? Really? What if he comes back to the far side? That's what my sucks. friend. That's what, yeah, that's what everyone's saying. I don't know. I, I, you know what? He's been a living for so long, thinking of cartoons that he was like, well, "I don't do that anymore." He's going to write them all down again. I'm optimistic, so. but, I don't, but obviously, yeah, there's always that risk. What, if, what sure. if he comes out with the first one and it's a cow and it's like, "I like to call him Drumpf." Oh, yes, that would be bad. Oh, that'd, be bad. <laughs> that'd be bad because that'd be don't my joke for our week's episode. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The, and the other thing is the weirder one I remember that I bought just because I, it was insane at the time when Armageddon came out, the, the movie. Um, <laughs> you got a bunch of animal crackers and saved them just in case. <laughs> <laughs> for the no, real fans out there. Uh, they had like, they were, it, it was kind of controversial at the time, which is weird because like the internet barely existed, but it was like, they had these like it was like nuclear chocolate, and it was kind of like a news story for twenty four hours. But like it was like just some chocolate bar or something. But it was called like nuclear atomic chocolate, and like I think the description was like it'll make your skin fall off or something weird like Whoa. that. And people were like, "This is kind of grotesque." And that was an Armageddon tie-in. <laughs> yes, yes. It, that wasn't a Chernobyl tie-in. 
No, yeah. they were ahead of the time. They were ahead of the time. Wow. Ahead Bruce Willis needs to bring this chocolate to the moon and put it in the asteroid <laughs> so it blows up and it splits into pieces and doesn't hit the earth and goes around it. But <laughs> yeah. he's actually the one who brings a team and they are like, are they going to make it back to earth? But he stays behind because some fucked up stuff happens. Basically, and you then, can't enjoy the chocolate unless you've read the tie-in graphic novel we made. Yeah. It, it sets up the chocolate and then yeah. you get it. Right. Because yeah. he was an oil, famously an oil uh, driller. Um, yeah, you know, also had really a, a chocolatier on the side. <laughs> <laughs> they Max cut Brent, that Max for the Brent, movie. They're both yeah. bald. Yeah, Could Michael Bay talks about that all the time. He was like, we had this whole chocolatier subplot. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to teach astronauts to drill an asteroid or get a, a guy that does drilling and is a side chocolatier and train him to be an astronaut and send him up in yeah. space? At the end of the movie, we had this whole scene where Ben Affleck, uh, Dance on Liv Tyler with chocolate-dipped animal crackers as a way of bringing the two worlds together in honor of the father. That's true. Uh, but we had to cut the scene. Yeah. Uh, and then Aerosmith plays. And then... Hey, that's movie making. Uh, Nathan? Oh, Matt. Mavin. God damn it. It's it's fine. So, uh, like last year, there was a concert uh, that had, they played the music from The Leftovers, the TV show that everyone knows and loves. Um, And they gave out, like, little fake cigarettes, like, for the Guilty Remnant. So that was a good, cool little... They gave out real cigarettes. Yeah. (laughs) But also, at that concert, I sat next to Chip Zdarsky and uh, Nick Spencer. Oh, Oh, wow. That's cool. Should have punched so Nick Spencer those, in the face. Those are comic book people? Those are comic book people. Comic why, book why would I punch Nick Spencer? Because of uh, he turned Captain America into a Nazi. And then he turned Captain America not into a Nazi. Yep. Yep. So doesn't that balance out? Nope. Yeah. Oh, man. Pete doesn't forgive anything. Do the math. It doesn't. Uh, if, Hitler turned, if Hitler unnazified all of Germany, he'd be totally cool, right? Yeah. yeah. He, I think wow. Nick Spencer traveled back pizza. in time and killed baby Hitler or something like that. I read about What's that. What's that? Nick Spencer traveled back in time and killed baby Hitler. Oh, I thought you meant Hitler traveled back in time and killed himself. Oh, Whoa. shit. Well, you blew my mind, man. Uh, unfortunately, we're running a little low on time, so I think that is it for your audience question. Oh, come on. Well, there was still there's another show after this, you guys. Oh, okay, fine, fine. I'm trying to be respectful of our theater space. What, what if we just cut trivia? Yeah, we could just cut trivia. Wait, what? What are you crazy? Please. You're the, I was I'm setting you up to not want to do that. No, but <laughs> the audience is the star of trivia, so we should do audience questions. Uh, okay, all weird. right. Whatever. Did you write? Tri- Hold on. Did you just not come up with a John Candy movie this time? I have trivia. Slam. Do you have a John Candy movie? I had a whole thing prepared, but you know, let's. Oh, it. let's do it. It's time for trivia with yeah. Pete LePage. Sorry, audience. It's all right. I want to see how this plays out. All right, great. Speaking for the audience, Pete LePage, an extra in a scene where the audience is the star. Great. Called trivia. Great. Because Pete's this an a- extra. This a- is a background actor. Can I? Please. <laughs> but usually you let the actors talk, and in the background, you're not supposed to say much. Yeah, we're going to have to take this again, I think. I, I think we're going to have to start because, Pete, you're looking right This is why I've got a time, because no. you're a piece of shit. No, you made Come it clear you're not the star. I was trying to make you a star, but fine. You're so a, this is the part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity yeah. to win $25 free and a gift card to Midtown Comic. Who would like $25 free? First hand up guy. Come on down. Sorry, right. sir. Nice. Uh, so today's trivia is on topical comic news. Um, and uh, it's a different 
It's a different bonus round than, yes, because you complained every time about John Candy. I finally changed it. (laughs) Is it because I complained about John Candy or you ran out of John Candy movies? There is a ridiculous number of John Candy movies. There is a finite number of John Candy movies. (laughs) Well, that's true, but it's still a lot. Uh, As long as Uncle Buck was one of them. It was. Thank God. All right, here we go. Uh, question number one. What is Scott Snyder calling the best D&D campaign you will go on? Is it A, DC's Black Label, The Last God, number one? B, The Dragon Who Laughs, number one? Or is it C, Callista Flockhart? So it's either A, if you have any kind of knowledge of comics whatsoever. Okay, I'll go with A. A is nice. correct. Great job. Question number two. Ryan Coogler is signed on to produce what amazing image comic? Is it A, Bad Dog, B, Bitter Root, or C, Gene Hackman? Uh, I'll go with uh, B. Yes, that is correct. Nice. All right. Uh, Marvel's The End Line returns in 2020. Who is writing Deadpool The End number one? Is it A, Joe Kelly? B, Tim Drake, or is it C, Hank Azaria? Joe Kelly. Joe Joe Kelly is correct. correct. $25. Incredible. Now, as we may or may not know, Pete's third answers form a pattern. That's right. Used to be John Candy movies, now it's something different. Repeat the third answers, Pete. Calissa Flockhart, Gene Hackman, and... Hank Azaria. Great. And of oh, course, since this is a comic book talk show, I'm sure it's comic book themed, whatever this movie is, <laughs> unlike the John Candy thing that we've been running for the past th- five years. Yeah. It's the birdcage. That is correct. It is the birdcage. Great. Uh, the birdcage. And now for an extra bonus, can you guess what actor we're going to focus the trivia around for the next five infinity? years? Yes, that's right. It's Robin Williams. Nice job. <laughs> oh, Jesus, great. Uh, I hate to bring it up. That's also going to be a finite list. Yep. <laughs> it is. We're going to ride it out, though. I'm sorry. We're going to ride it out. Looking forward to the one-hour photo. Uh, <laughs> answer on that one. That's a As we one. all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? Ronan Island number seven. Wow. Ooh, really? Any, yeah. any reason, Pete? Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this Greg Pak guy, but he's a hell of a writer. Tell us about the comic, though. Yeah, the comic, the comic is comic. what you're talking about. Well, the comic is interesting because it's uh, it's about this island that is taken over by zombies. And, <laughs> I really you know, thought you were going to say by Rodin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you know, it's about the, the people cover. from different classes coming together with different statuses in life and uh, kind of dealing with this uh, zombie thing. Great. Justin, what are you looking forward to? You know, I think I got to say Powers of X or Powers of Ten, number six, comes out tomorrow, closing out the uh, Jonathan Hickman sort of uh, two-part series uh, relaunch of the X-Men. And man, this has been so good. Uh, I'm excited to see where it lands. I feel like um, while House of X has set up how the X-Men are doing, this is going to introduce sort of the antagonist for the X-Men going forward, and I'm excited to see what it is. Yeah, and we're going to have a review of that in our Stack podcast that rolls out Wednesdays at 9 a.m., both in the Stack comic book podcast feed as well as the comic book club live feed. I'm looking forward to the Batman's Grave number one is coming out tomorrow by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. So excited to see them together again. Awesome team. I don't think they've ever worked 
specifically on a solo Batman title before, and that's mm. very exciting. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you want to plug of your own? What should people check out? Oh, I, I would plug Full Frontal with Samantha B. That's the only thing I have going on. That's so, yeah, <laughs> that's all right. And do you have Twitter? Do you have Instagram? Anything? I do have Twitter uh, and Instagram. I don't know what they are. Wow! Oh my what? god, this wow. keeps happening. No, one is oh, uh, you... no, no. My my Twitter is the hard mantra, and my Instagram is a harm that rend. Nice. All right, cool. Pat. All right, so next Tuesday I'm going to be out <laughs> spinning uh, all night. I'm just kidding. Uh, I yeah, full frontal Wednesdays. 10.30 TBS. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, dead, except not tomorrow, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. But, um, baseball. Because of yeah, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Which I'm also I'm playing in, in the Braves game. So um, oh, watch oh, me there. Oh, oh. And nice. then I'm at Patrick underscore Castles on Twitter. All right. So check Very me out cool. there. And it's the word underscore written out. Yeah. <laughs> <It's the> word. <laughs> but Castles is not written out, actually. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's just, just a, a picture of a castle. Yeah. <laughs> it's an emoji of a castle. Like just, <laughs> that's the most confusing handle ever written. Couple of things we want to plug before we go. You can support the show at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a bunch more podcasts. We mentioned the Watchmen Watch podcast earlier. That is wrapping up a recap, a breakdown of Alan Moore and Dave Givens comic book series. We've been doing that issue by issue. We're also then going to transition that into talking about the TV show once that launches on October 20th. Also, Riverdale After Dark, our Riverdale podcast is back this week. Yeah. Talking about the show. Show. That goes up Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Not 9 a.m. Uh, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. right <laughs> after the show airs. We put it up 12 hours before the show. Yeah, fuck them. Really? Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck the I man. Don't, don't say that. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck the man. Yeah, fuck the man. No, I thought you were talking about Riverdale. No, no, we no, love no never. Oh, love love say, we love don't worry, don't worry, Pete. All right, yeah, you, you can keep selling. You can keep selling your unlicensed Riverdale shirts. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We do sell unlicensed Riverdale shirts. It's good. That's every week. We can keep doing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Comicbookclub.threadless.com. Right, Check that, that out. Wow. That, that really blew up. That really blew up in our faces. I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> we could have played it off like a joke the whole time. I honestly, like, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's the funniest joke of all. That's how the Joker gets you. Oh, twisted. Uh, <laughs> twisted. <laughs> uh, Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Android, or the app of your choice. A couple of people we want to thank. We want to thank Mathen for being on yeah. the show. Did I get it right? You got it. Okay. Pat. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Booth Man Prime, a.k.a. Alan Moore, was that the joke we made earlier? It's Booth Main Prime. Booth Main Prime. Yeah. But most of all, we want to thank you guys for every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. Good night, Thanks, guys. Everybody. Thanks for showing Thank you, Aaron and Don't go mad.